Guys, welcome to Here We Go and In Oh God, coming in hot already. Uh, an In Sync podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we're here. It's us. It's we. It's me. It's you. We're back. We're together. We're thinking about one of our favorite bands, or not one of our favorite bands, our favorite band of all time. This is Here We Go, an In Sync podcast, hosted by me. My name is Peter Sirs. Some of you guys know me. Some of you guys are like, who the fuck is this guy? Who does he think he is? Why does he have an NSYNC podcast? Those are all valid questions. Um, who is this guy? Peter is a comedian from Los Angeles. Why does he, who does he think he is? I think I'm someone that loved NSYNC and wanted to be NSYNC. And what makes me qualified to start a podcast? Um, basically, what makes me qualified to start a podcast is the fact that I just fucking did it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It was a high idea uh, that I got when I was hanging out with them, uh, two of my friends, Rachel Wolfson from the movie Jackass and Matt Edgar, who is her boyfriend. And they were getting high. I was not. And they said, you should start an InSync podcast. And we kind of ta- started talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I fucking should. And so now we do. Now we have it. And so what we do is if you haven't been listening, I'm just going to catch everybody up because I've been off for a couple weeks and maybe we have some new people here. So basically what I do is every week I take an NSYNC song. I've started from the beginning, um, from the self-titled album, and I've been working my way through. We are now on the final song of the No Strings Attached album, I Thought She Knew, um, which is one of my favorite songs, one of my top five songs of NSYNC all time. And uh, you know, I, I, I take a look at the lyrics, I break them down, and I start to reminisce about things from my past and in this time period in my life. And it makes me think of, you know, ex-girlfriends and broken hearts and just different times in my life. You know, for most of us, you know, I mean, everyone's kind of different, but, you know, for me as in sync was a very popular band i was you know in my late teens and then early 20s and so you know i was still a kid essentially you know i'm sorry if there's anybody that's that age that's listening that's like i'm not a kid i'm a fucking adult well guess what man you're a kid okay promise because the shit that i knew back then and versus the shit that i know now and just a lot of different things have changed i'm still the same person per se, but I've changed quite a bit. I've grown quite a bit. Um, I've learned quite a few things. So yeah, I can call them kids, but I was a kid back then. And so if you're like me and you were that age, or maybe you were in your teens when they became popular. So they were, you know, your, your childhood crushes and you know, whatnot, like, but we've all kind of grew up with that music, even though 
they were only around, you know, I mean, they were around for a while, but like their, their, their hit was what a three year window. You know, we got in sync, we got the, uh, you know, Christmas album, we got no strings attached and then we got celebrity and we thought we were getting more and then we didn't. And then we got a Justin album and a JC album and then we got another Justin album and we were and then we were like, Oh, you guys are breaking up. Oh. Um, we thought you guys were just taking a break. We didn't really cause we didn't get to say goodbye. We we were not ready for you guys to break up. So why are you guys not gonna be a band anymore? I'd like to know and you know, and then we're left with, you know, a what if, like, you know, what if they would have stayed, you know, Disney Plus has that show, um, uh, Marvel, what if about like, what if this happened instead? And it's very interesting. So I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot of what ifs in my life, but like, you know, in this instance, what if NSYNC had never broken up? Like, would we have gotten all this amazing music from Justin? I think so. Um, would we have gotten another JC album? Maybe. Would, would we have even gotten one JC album? I'm pretty sure. The man loves making music. You know, he's, he loves the music making process. Um, would we, would, would, would Britney and Justin have broken up? What? That's a legitimate question. I think, don't you? Like, maybe they wouldn't have, maybe they wouldn't have broken up, you know? It's a possibility. That's all I'm saying. Like, you can't rule out the possibility of these things potentially happening because they might have happened. That's all I'm saying. Um, so, a couple things that I wanted to talk about. Um, we've got... Uh, <laughs> so... As you guys know, if you guys have been listening from the beginning, you guys know, but I, I've been in a relationship now, very happily, uh, not married yet, but I am with the person that I would like to marry. And I can say that because she doesn't listen to the podcast, so. <laughs> and some of you guys are like, what, your girlfriend doesn't listen to the podcast? No, she doesn't. It's fine. <laughs> but, um, you know, she and I talk about about weddings and you know we've, we've gone to several weddings and you know for me it's just like uh some of you guys know some of you guys don't but i'm i'm a professional comedian i know this podcast isn't always funny and that's by design it's not supposed to be a funny podcast it's just supposed to be a podcast about in sync when i choose to be funny i will be sometimes i just am funny without choosing to be but anyway um my point was that uh, I don't even know what my point was. What was I talking about? In sync uh, weddings, right? Um, you know, we talk about things like when we go to weddings, like what we would want our wedding to look like, and like, oh, we can't do this at our wedding, or you know, that that what so and so did at their wedding was cute. Like we should do that and do this, and you know, stuff like that, and. You know, in my mind, I've always, in my mind, I'm, I've always been about to become famous, like, for the last 10 years or so, maybe a little bit longer than that, like, 
I mean, like, you know, I always, like, in my mind, like, obviously, if you guys have been listening from the beginning, you know that I wanted to be in a boy band back when, you know, that was a thing, when NSYNC was a thing. I mean, they're still a thing, but, like, when they were in their heyday, you know? I auditioned for O-Town. You guys know this if you've been listening from the beginning. I'm sorry I keep saying if you've been listening, but there's a possibility we have new listeners. So, um... I wanted to be that, but like, you know, and, and I did, I did pursue it. So, I mean, I guess you can say I've been wanting to be famous for, you know, over 20 years now. And that, that's fine. Um, but when I really got into like really pushing was when I kind of started uh, dancing and then acting. And then I really kind of got like a knowledge of how the industry works. And then I started doing stand up, and that was just, that was it. I found my thing, you know? So, um, anyway, my girl and I talk about what our wedding would be and I always thought I'd be famous enough to have like somebody famous perform at you know at our wedding right and I'm looking at social media so you guys know this probably I'm sure but um Lexi Kaufman, who is a professional wrestler who goes by the name of Alexa Bliss in the WWE, and former, you know, I guess you can call him a pop star, Ryan Cabrera, got married this weekend, this past weekend, and Lance and Chris and Joey were there. I guess they're all friends, which kind of makes sense because they've kind of been on some of these like pop tour things together. I don't recall them being friends back in the day, but I'm sure like by doing these tours and stuff, they've probably become friends. And a couple of the guys from O-Town were at the wedding as well. But there's videos of Lance and Chris and Joey on stage at the wedding singing Bye Bye Bye. And I'm just like, what the actual, like, but they didn't get hired to do it. They were doing it just because they were there at the wedding. I'm going to see if I can find it uh, on the internet really quick. Alexa Bliss. I don't, cause I don't follow her. Uh, uh, there's pictures of the wedding. There's, maybe it's in the story. Uh, I mean, I've seen, maybe I saw it on Joey's page. I'm sorry I'm doing this in real time. I should have had this ready to go. Uh, there's Joey at there. Um, darn it. Oh, well. If you guys, I'm sure you guys saw it, but I was just like, dude, how fucking cool. I mean, like, I want to invite the guys from NSYNC to my wedding and then, like, maybe just get to perform with them at the wedding like what dude that how cool but then then on top of that i also saw that uh i want to say joey and chris were at another wedding for uh these uh i don't know the one girl's name She's a she's a famous model, and she's with this the singer Bones. Oh. No, no, no. 
Josephine Scriver and Alexander de Leon, who is the uh, he's he goes by the name Bones, B O H N E S. Um, yeah, they Chris and Joey made a surprise appearance at their wedding. And I guess uh, I'm sorry. I'm just I, I I read I read this earlier and it's just it was fresh in my mind. But um, I guess uh, they're like the dance that he did with his mom was in sync and Gloria Stefan music of the heart, which we'll go over in a future episode. You're welcome. And that was their dance with his dance with his mom, and then they Chris and Joey came out. And kind of hung out with them, and you're just like, okay, so like, if Sync is just like randomly showing up to weddings, like, guys, I'm getting married August 24th, 2024, Kobe Day. Please be there. Chris, Lance, Joey, JC, and Justin, you know, you're always invited, buddy. Please come to my wedding. It'll be in Oklahoma, somewhere outside of Oklahoma City. It'll be hot, but we'll probably have it inside, so don't worry about that. And you don't have to dress up super nice because it's going to be in the country. So that's your invitation. But anyway, it's just cool to see those, you know, things on the, all the video clips that I was seeing. I was like, you know, there's, but I, I've kind of gotten into wrestling over the last, I don't know, like I always kind of like, I loved wrestling as a kid and growing up and... Um, you know, I kind of stopped watching it probably like mid twenties, somewhere around there. And then, you know, I kind of like would like pay attention a little bit, kind of still knew what was going on, but didn't make a point to be sitting in front of the TV, watching it every Monday night or Thursday night or whatever, you know? Um, but I kind of have been watching it lately because I don't know if you guys know this, but like in 2020, um, when everything shut down with COVID, remember that? Uh, WWE was one of the few organizations that like kind of kept doing stuff so like they were still on and they just didn't have fans in the audience and they kept the show going and I was like wow like that was pretty cool of them because there wasn't a lot of entertainment obviously and there no shows were being made no sports were being played and so they did it so I kind of got back into wrestling so I'm a fan of Alexa I mean I'm not a fan of her but like you know she's one of the hotter wrestlers and then I, I remember finding out that she was with Ryan Cabrera I was like what how'd they get together and then seeing all the other wrestlers that were there and then seeing fucking NSYNC you know guys there I'm like what the fuck dude everyone's at this wedding except for me so anyway I'm jelly I'm very jelly so you guys are all invited not you guys listening I mean actually fuck it you guys are kind of my wedding too I don't care <laughs> anyway um you know I as we come to the end of this album, the last song on this album, which is I Thought She Knew, it's uh, it's very interesting because it's a song that they sang a cappella, you know, no music involved, which, I mean, I guess I knew at the time, but, you know, you don't really think about it because they did do such a good job of singing a cappella that you kind of forget that they're singing a cappella, you know, because, you know, Lance has got the bass and the way they can make the sounds and harmonize like it sounds 
Oh, sorry, guys. I yawned. Oh, um, you know, it sounds so good. You kind of you you forget kind of that it's an acapella song. But, you know, surprisingly or maybe not surprising, but, you know, whenever you ask, not like I talk to the guys, obviously, but, you know, in interviews with all the guys, all of them have said that I thought she knew was one of their favorite songs because it just showcased their range and their artistry and whatnot. Cause not everybody can sing acapella. You know, anyone, not anyone, but like, you know, a lot of people can sound good with, you know, auto-tune and s- synthesized, you know, music and all that stuff. But to just strip it all down and sing acapella is something that like a lot of people like a lot of people can do like you're not gonna say i mean not to no i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say it (laughs) not every artist can sing acapella is all i'm saying okay um but just like thinking like man in 2000 when this came out you know we all thought we were gonna die Right, I know we talked about it in a previous episode, but like we kind of thought the world was going to end. Everyone was like, Y2K, the computers are going to crash, it's going to be awful, it's going to be crazy, and it's just like, yeah, dude, we didn't die. (laughs) Instead, we got fucking no strings attached. Most sales in the first week of any album in history until fucking Adele broke the record however many years later in 2015 or 16 it's like fuck dude that record stood for a long time man cause I was back when people still bought records you know we still bought we, I call them records that's how old I am but like you know I, I, I feel like most of us still call them records even though it's what a digital thing now like it's not even like we used to say CDs but, like, we don't even have CDs anymore. When's the last time you bought a CD? I can tell you when the last time I bought a CD was uh, March, whenever the fuck Man of the Woods came out. That was the last CD I bought. And when Justin comes out with another CD, that'll be the next CD I buy. <laughs> He's the only person whose CDs I buy. I would buy Britney, too, if she fucking... If she came out with some new music... But, you know, I just think about, for me personally, the year 2000 was so many things. I had, you know, I had just moved out of my parents' house. I was 20. I was working a super cool job, I told you guys, with all these hot girls. And I was kind of hooking up with a lot of them. And then I settled down with one, you know, and she and I were like the pop couple, you know. Like, we both loved Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and... Brittany and Christina and Jessica Simpson and we both work at the same place where they played all this music so it was just great you know and for me I was finally this is I talked about this on a previous episode but I didn't lose my virginity until I was 20 so I had barely started having sex you know when the year 2000 like I had lost my virginity in November of 1999 god thank goodness i got it right under the buzzer if we were gonna die um and so it was just like a great time in my life because that's when i started having sex 
just like Chris Rock says, you know, I said it on the first episode, but Chris Rock, uh, the, I was going to say the late Chris Rock, the great Chris Rock, who can take a slap from Will Smith. And I'm not even going to talk about that on here. You can listen to my other podcast if you want to hear about that stuff. Um, my other podcast is called The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. You're welcome. Available everywhere. Podcast can be found. Chris Rock has an old bit where he goes, you're always going to have a soft spot for the music that was popular when you started getting laid. And I'm like, 100%, dude. <coughs> Sorry, my voice gets... <coughs> when I do the Chris Rock impression, it puts a strain on my vocal cords. But, I mean, that's the honest truth, man. Like, that's the music that was popular back then. And that's when I started getting it. You know, like, that's... that's and that, I'm not going to say it's the best year of my life because I feel like, honestly, <coughs> gosh, that Chris Rock, no more Chris Rock impressions. I feel like right now is the best year of my life. Like, I feel like, you know, and I'm not, you know, I hope that everyone listening, I hope that, you know, however you guys all went through the pandemic, you know, because it was a rough time for a lot of people, including myself. Um, you know, that you guys are all doing well, you know, but, you know, I had some, you know, we all did. We had some fucked up shit happen to us during the pandemic. Everything shut down. A lot of us lost our jobs. I'm raising my hand. Um, and on the heels of that, like some really cool shit started happening for me. I just kept fighting and I didn't give up and shit started happening and now I'm at a point now where like there's been days and I'm sorry this isn't really in sync related but it kind of is because it goes back to how I loved the year 2000 and this album and there's so many memories and it was such a great time in my life but at the same time it wasn't the best time in my life because I think that's I think I'm in it right now like right now is the best time of my life knock on wood, you know, I always, you know, I'm always afraid because I've had so much fucked up shit happen to me in my life that, like, it's all going to come crashing down and I need to get out of that mindset <laughs> sometimes because, like, there's some really cool shit happening to me over these last couple months and moving forward. And so, anyway, um, I just loved this song. <laughs> it's a break it down I loved I thought she knew like this was a song that before I had a girlfriend which was not very long between the time that this album came out and when I had a girlfriend this album came out in March and I had a girlfriend in June and we were kind of dating already when this album came out but I was still kind of fucking around I was I was 20 and 21. Calm down, okay? Um, but this song was one that, like, if I wanted to sing to a girl, this would be the one that I fucking sang. And it's just a great song, dude. And it's written by Robin, um, who you guys know is was a huge uh, part. Like, the guys all... Uh, give her like the kudos and props 
for not only helping you know write some amazing songs for them but also for helping them with their vocal technique and hitting certain notes and like they all they all still like rave about you know how important she was to and how vital she was to their success i would love to get her on the podcast but i don't have connections like that so if you guys have connections i know some of you guys will send me like oh you should interview this person trust me i reached out to everybody um (laughs) people flake dude that's just all i'm saying that's all i'll say people flake so anyway I'll probably get in trouble, but we do have to play the song a little bit. I sing this car. I sing this. I was going to say, I sing this car in my song all the time. I sing this song in my car all the time. It's so good. Like, you hear that, that bass? I'm doing it right now, but it's amazing. I love it, dude. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Sorry. I have. I can't not sing that song when I hear it. Um, it's just a great song. So we're going to go, we're going to break down the song and then we'll say goodbye to No Strings Attached. So, um, she was my once in a lifetime. Happy ending come true. Now, this is like, I'm going to say this. So, I compromised myself in a relationship before. Um, I don't, and I, I know I've talked about her on this podcast. Um, I don't have feelings for her anymore at all I don't even follow her on social media or anything like that so I just want that to be out there um, but at the time um, she was everything that I thought she was and that's not what I'm saying at the time I thought she was everything that I thought she was but she wasn't. I was. She was very. She was a very beautiful girl, and that made me blinded to some of the other things. And I think we've all been through that, you know. I hope. I mean, not that I hope, but like you know, maybe someone's maybe like the the most attractive person that you feel like you can pull so maybe you put up with some shit that you probably wouldn't normally because you're like well I can't get a person hotter than this this is kind of what I went through so for this this is how I felt immediately after this breakup because even though she was the problem I you know blamed myself and so this is a big song for me oh I guess I should have told her. 
I thought she knew. And, you know, I get it, you know. Sometimes you take people for granted, and you don't tell them how you feel. And I'm, I'm a very big on this, and I encourage you guys to, not that like I'm in any way to give people life advice, but um, if you have been listening to this from the beginning, you know that I lost my mother at a very young age. She passed away when I was very young, 20, same time right before this came out. You know, this is also why we talked about why this album is important to me. Um, it's a very, you know, it's a very vulnerable time for me in my life. Um, but because my mom died when I was so young, I never hesitated to tell somebody how I felt about them. And even still today, like, I'll tell my friends that I love them, like, guy friends. That I'm, I have no shame. I have no, like, what's the, the you know, no homo when people say, like, like, you have to preface, you know, share telling a guy that you you know feel a certain way for them you have to preface it with like hey i'm not gay but like i really love you man like it's stupid that you have to i don't do that i just i love you man i tell my friends i love them like i hug them i you know i'm big on not letting each other go to bed mad when you're in a relationship like never go to bed mad because you just never know you know i think when you lose you know when you've had that loss you know, by of a loved one, it puts it into perspective, and you don't want that to happen again. But you also don't want, you know, you never, you know, heaven forbid. But like, we're all gonna die. You know, I mean, I'm hoping science keeps fucking figuring shit out, but we're probably all gonna die. But my worst fear, because my mom was taken from us so suddenly, is just not telling, like, having people die and having them not know how I felt about them or vice versa, you know, have maybe I die and I don't know how someone else feels about me. So like I, I always put that shit out there. And so for the line, you know, I took it for granted. It's like, well, that's the next line, but she said, I took her for granted. That's the last thing I would do. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't I don't do that in my life. Well, I'll never understand it. I thought she knew. I thought she knew. Never ever think that someone knows. Take it from me, you need to tell that person. Tell that person how you feel. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. Okay? Friends, significant others, grandparents, just tell people how you feel. Okay? Because if they're gone, you're going to regret never telling them. Okay? I thought she knew. My world revolved around her. My love light burned for her alone, but she couldn't see the flame. So this is problem solved, dude. Tell her, show her, or him, or they. <laughs> you know, just tell them how you feel. Don't think, 
don't assume that they know. Maybe they don't. Maybe you tell them, but maybe you need to tell them more. Like, I just, I can't stress that enough, dude. Just fucking tell people. <laughs> Only myself to blame. I should have known. By the way, <laughs> this is unrelated to NSYNC. But if you're listening to this, do yourself a favor. Learn the difference between should have and should of. Now, the reason why people make this mistake is because we abbreviate should have, which is should have, and we combine the words and make a, what's it, a conjecture? Or something? I don't, I don't fucking remember word terms. But we put an apostrophe and we just make it one word, right? Could have. And people hear that and they think that you're saying could of C U C O U L D space O V could of instead of could have. And those are two different things. The abbreviation could have is basically pronounced the same way could have. It's just you know, it's very confusing. So anyway, I should have known. <laughs> My point was I hate when fucking people don't know the difference between should have and should have. I should have known. A heart full of words left unspoken. Don't, don't, don't leave it out there, man. Just tell it. Just put it out there. Okay, don't hold it in. Now that we're through. I'd sell my soul to have the silence broken. Oh, I thought she knew. I thought she knew. My world revolved around her. My love light burned for her alone. But she couldn't see the flame. It's like, dude, just tell her. It's not that hard, dude. Just tell her. Only myself to blame. I should have known. I should have known. She was my once in a lifetime. I don't know how I feel about once in a lifetime. I have weird views on love, you guys, and I don't know why I feel this way, but I think, I think it has a lot to do with just my career ambitions in general, because like I'm a person that has always, like I said, I wanted to be famous, like, you know, it's a fucked up thing to want, but it's like, I mean... Now I don't necessarily want to be famous, but I want to be very successful in my stand-up and in my podcasting career. Um, <laughs> but it's just like... <laughs> I don't believe... I, 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 think, I think people settle too much. That's what I was trying to say. Like, I think, uh, 
I don't think people find their one true love a lot of times. I think that they have this idea, you know, like like I said, like I did, you know, with my ex-girlfriend. Like, you think you have this idea of what you want your person to have, and then maybe you're with that person, or you think you're with that person, and then they cheat on you, or heaven forbid you cheat on them, or... And maybe it just doesn't work out and you're just devastated because, like, you thought this person was the one, right? And it turns out they're not the one. But then you get with somebody else and, like, maybe they're not as tall as you wanted or maybe they're not as funny as you wanted or whatever. And you start to convince yourself that, like, well, yeah, like, I know they're not a this or a that, but, like, they're nice to me, blah, blah, blah. And that's, you know, that's fine, it is, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, dude, like, I just feel like somebody, there's a lot of people in this world that aren't with the person that they're supposed to be with, and they'll never be with the person they're supposed to be with, because they just thought it'd be the right thing, they're in a rush to get married, and, you know, that's why I haven't gotten married at this late stage in my life because I just had an idea of what I wanted my person to have and I've I've met that person now but I'm going to be honest she's not what I initially entailed however um, I was very attracted to her when we met so that's that but also I told you guys but when we met I was still kind of like early in my stand-up career. I mean, I'm still kind of early. I'm nine years in, which compared to Jerry Seinfeld is like, you know, I still got like 35 years to go or something. But um, I knew that she was like relationship material. I just could tell. And I just wasn't sure if I was ready for a relationship. So I wasn't trying to have one, you know, but that's how, how great of a, girl she is like I knew that if I did anything with her like we'd end up in a relationship like I just felt that and here we are seven years later you know I'm doing NSYNC podcast that she doesn't listen to but that's another story (laughs) um happy ending come true well I guess I should have told her yeah you should have fucking told her dude you always should tell her if you're a guy listening to this which there's not a lot of them but there are some out there if you're a guy just fucking tell her you can text her if you're scared to tell her but I, I, I understand when you tell someone in person that you love them for the first time it's scary as fuck I've done it a couple times it fucking sucks dude I've done it three times three times I've told the girl that I loved her and was terrified each time it's a lot it's a lot to deal with but I thought she knew 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 oh I thought she knew Lesson learned, you guys. Just don't take people for granted. Just tell them how you feel. I don't care who it is. Just tell them. Okay?
Um, all right, you guys. We just finished No Strings Attached. Holy crap. Um, we're going to wait a few weeks before we get into Celebrity, but have no fear. There's quite a few uh, songs by the guys that aren't, you know, There's most of them are collaborations with somebody, so you can have that to look forward to, but songs that didn't make uh, any of the albums, but that are still out there with NSYNC attached to them. So that's kind of what we're going to be going over for the next few weeks. So you can kind of start to race in your head all the different possibilities of songs that we're going to have. Um, I will give you one hint. One of the songs we'll be going over in the next few weeks is one of my all-time favorite NSYNC songs. So if you follow me on social and see uh, the songs that we sing, we meaning me when I'm in my car. This song has popped up a couple of times, but anyway, you guys are awesome. I'm sorry I was gone for so long. I'm on this like tour, um, so I'm, I haven't been home in a couple weeks, and I'm not gonna be home for like ten more days. No, what's today? No, yeah, like ten more days. I'm not gonna eleven more days. Um, and I'll be on and off the road, and so sorry that I didn't come out and do this for a couple weeks, but shit was crazy, man. It's hard sometimes, um, to, especially when I'm on the road, but I wanted to get back in here and give you guys another episode, so hopefully I don't think I'll hit any more snags uh, the rest of the way until I decide I take like an actual like break for like a week or so, but you know... I've got some great ideas from some of the fans that have written to me online, but this podcast isn't going to end anytime soon, okay? You know, in my mind, initially, I was just going to do all the albums and then be done, but too many people like this now, so we're going to keep it going. I have some ideas, but I don't want to spill them yet. I'm going to keep them close to my chest, and then when the time is right, you guys will know. In the meantime, if for some reason you are in Minneapolis... Minnesota. I am here, literally, as I record this. Um, I'm here. I'll be here uh, Thursday through Saturday at the House of Comedy, which is located inside the Mall of America. And uh, that'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, one show on Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. That's that. And then next week, April 21st, I'll be at the Riot in Houston for two shows. And then Saturday, April 23rd, I will be at the Comedy House in New Orleans for two shows. So if you're anywhere near Minneapolis, Houston, New Orleans, come see me. Tell me, listen to the show, and maybe I'll give you a prize. All right, guys, this has been Here We Go. I'll see you guys next week.